KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a brand new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. Reasonable minds may differ on what the playroom is all about in Fifty Shades of Grey. The naive heroine, Anastasia Steele, she's played by Dakota Johnson, first refers to it as that room of pain. The surpassingly rich and sexually deviant hero, Christian Grey, that's Jamie Dornan, contends that the room is about pleasure— What's for sure is that it's about gain. The E.L. James trilogy has already earned three fortunes in a triumph of provocative content over pitiful prose style. Now the movie version, directed quite expertly by Sam Taylor Johnson, is poised to reap new zillions, and why not? It's as much a glossy ode to consumerism as a study in sadomasochism intermittently titillating with fugitive flashes of droll and, apart from the bondage, a romantic tale of an old-fashioned girl who takes a particularly roundabout route to true love. Inquiring minds, of course, may want to know how kinky things get to be. Well, Fifty Shades of Grey delivers, however ponderously, on its promise of pop transgressiveness. Christiane does, in fact, spank, bind, gag, and blindfold the doggedly submissive Anna in the course of his quasi-amours. Then he sets upon her with tools of his dominance trade that include a peacock feather, she doesn't seem ticklish, a flogger, and finally a whip. A whipping with a leather belt comes closer to ugly than anything else. Dakota Johnson pulls off her role with almost perfect aplomb, selling a portrait of a country mouse from Portland, Oregon, wide-eyed and dumbstruck in the presence of the world's most eligible billionaire bachelor, when everyone who's read the book, and almost anyone who hasn't, knows perfectly well that Anna will soon come around to a rich sense of possibility and an appetite for exploration. Jamie Dornan's appeal is more straightforward, even though his character is more complex. The actor makes Christian articulate, intelligent, sufficiently sensitive, and hot, yet not so introspective that he can't be seen for what the books have shrewdly made him, the world's most unlikely wounded bird, a tortured billionaire who's been waiting most of his 27 years for the loving ministrations of a good woman. Will audiences see him that way? Probably so. That's a big part of what sold the books. They'll certainly see him as a dispenser of luxury goods and services that will help sell the film. In exchange for her favors, Anna gets to go up in his helicopter, wear lovely clothes, attend nice parties, drive her own spanking new car, and soar on silent wings in a sailplane. The last time a sailplane figured prominently in a movie seduction was in the remake of The Thomas Crown Affair, when Pierce Brosnan took Rene Russo for a long and rapturous ride in a gorgeous duo discus. Anna's ride in Christian's DG-1000 is much shorter, but pilot and passenger alike make up for lost time on the ground. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews.
KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a brand new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.